Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. I'm your host, Brenton Yates, and as always, uh, ably joined by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson, who's with us for today's episode. And Matho, we're only a matter of weeks away from the uh, big one, Friday, October 6th, the Adelaide Cup. And yep. uh, we're coming off the back of a big week last week with the Oaks and Derby final. Oh, definitely. Great time of racing in SA. And, and we've got a show going every week, effectively, for all of our feature races. You spoke about the Oaks and Derby. We'll, we'll review those. Um, match race series this Thursday night. And then, as you mentioned, leading into the heats of the Cup, the cup final itself on the 6th of October at Group 1 level, it's really heading to a really nice place, I reckon. So uh, the match race series, which, as you mentioned, we'll touch on, but the winner of that series gets automatic entry into the Adelaide Cup final. Yeah, most definitely. A, a great initiative that we introduced a few years ago, basically because the Million Dollar Chase landed on the Adelaide Cup in their wisdom. Um, and so we've introduced, and it's been a terrific promotable event for us, but yeah, the winner of the Adelaide, uh, winner of the match race series, fastest time goes straight in, bypasses the heats, and is there waiting um, for in the group one, waiting for the other dogs to qualify. Well, no doubt, pretty difficult assignment to try and get them all in as well. I see a fire wasn't able to uh, gain its spot in the in the big final as well. Yeah, very hard, and we'll probably touch on that a little bit later when we go mm. through the field. But the quality of nominations from interstate was amazing. We opened it up to all stars, so we got dogs from Tasmania, Queensland, and Victoria. Really happy with the nominations, but you know the 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 dogs that are in, we're we're really happy with the dogs that were in. A fire is extremely unlucky not to be in. But that, that's a selection process that's going to happen. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a wonderful series. I mean, hopefully they do well. They're racing on Thursday night and they'll go into the heat. So hopefully for them, they do really well. Um, but yeah, um, the selection process is the process, really. All right, terrific stuff. So we've got all that to come. After the break, we'll review the Oaks and Derby final from last week. The Week in Review. Our Week in Review is brought to you by Fresh Pet Food Co. Proud suppliers of uh, fresh pet food for our GAP SA greyhounds uh, in the GAP prison programs. They're based right here in South Australia, so uh, visit their website, Matho, freshpetfood.com. Uh, that's pre- freshpetfoodco.com.au for more information. A couple of big finals um, on Thursday night, and we'll get underway with the first of them. Race yep. six was the Oaks, and... A uh, local victory and a, a terrific win for Kieran Corby with Where's Poppy. Oh, most definitely. A, a wonderful um, South Australian victory, Group 3 level. The Oaks, it's a race she hasn't won, so um, a great win for her. Um, Where's Poppy? We spoke on the show last week, Yatesy, that um, she looked the speed in the race. She looked clearly the speed in the race, and, and to some degree, that's how it played out. We also spoke about Mapunga surprise out of the one that you'd expect it to have begun a lot better yep. um, because it was so short in the market and it was supported as well, Yatesy, before, yeah. the, before the race. So um, so as, I mean, virtually the race panned out, but Punga Surprise actually began quite well, but the crowding came for it, um, which, we, again, we touched on last week, and Wes Poppy was able to cross the whole field. Um, a Punga Surprise found trouble and, and um, found bad interference um, falling in the race. And then... Um, the race was there for Wes Poppy. She was able to break away. She ran time up in the lead, you know, 30-58. Um, both Weblick, Jewel and Purified um, 
did well um, to hang on for the placings and Zipping Mahalia got home late, but there was interference on the first turn. So, I mean, a lot of the dogs in behind were affected by that. Wes Poppy got clear running and, and ultimately was able to win the prize. Yeah, and I think that's the key. I mean, uh, Greyhound racing in front, I mean, it's, it's where you want to be. And yeah. we saw it once again in a big final on the lead, out of the trouble, the scramble in behind and Wes Poppy was away and gone. So, yeah. uh, terrific win for, for Kieran Corby and... Uh, where's Poppy? I sort of wonder where um, it'll go to now. Yeah, well, I think she's going to target the Adelaide Cup. I do think that it's a big rising class to go yep. from the Oaks to the Adelaide Cup, but she has that early speed, Yatesy, which is going to, you know, lead most races. Um, a five twenty dog, you know, so she she certainly, um, as long as she's come up well from the Oaks and all of that, I think that's where she'll head, and it'll be exciting to see her in the series. Um, just touch on Mapunga surprise was vetted afterwards was fine yep. afterwards which yep. was which was good news for the Britons um, but yeah I mean um, we've seen history of, uh, has shown that Oaks winners and Derby winners can yeah. go on and win the Adelaide Cup uh, was was she a consideration for the match race series uh, she wasn't nominated right. so it was a nominated <coughs> event so um, we're it's free to nominate um, and then we we assess who's SA and who's um, interstate, yep. but she wasn't nominated. So um, that was uh, them choosing not to that, looking at another path. One that was nominated was the winner of the derby, uh, yes. Scalacci. So uh, we were looking at this um, going into the race. It looked as though it was a bit of a match race between Scalacci and Mapunga Smokey. Uh, and boy, uh, didn't we see something special with Scalacci running 30 seconds flat? We did. I mean, we heard it in your call, Yatesy, as well. I mean, um, he he improved from the week before. He was yeah. sensational the week before in the heat. He improved again. Um, he led and led easily, to be fair, to the, to the winning post. Uh, a 5.13 to the first turn. What about the 17.28 to the back? That's a record, Yates. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't, any dog has gone um, faster than that on the uh, redeveloped Angle Park uh, from a few years ago. Well, she's fast when she was in the match race series last year. I think it's the, the greyhound that has gone closest down the back. She went about 17.37. Right. So he's, you know, he's point, you know, point oh nine in yeah. front of that. Yeah. So he, he flew down the back. He opened them up. Um, to be fair, um, the dogs chasing, which was departed, um, Weblek Wolf and also Mapunga Smokey, they did a good job to hang on. I mean, they both ran, they all ran 30, 30, 30, 40, which was a great performance. And take Scalacci out of the race. That's, you know, you're winning that race. But, you know, full credit to him. He just exploded away from them down the back. Um, And, yeah, ran 30 dead. He's the fifth fastest dog, again, to go around Angle Park. There's only four dogs in the the history of the redevelopment who've gone faster, broken the the magical, I suppose, 30-second market. It was yep. interesting on the on the semaphore board. It came up yeah. 29.9. It did, yeah. And going on, Here's a, we're yeah. going to get another one. Yeah. And it, it ticked over to 30 seconds. But a uh, brilliant win. And we spoke about him. He'll be there in the match race, which we'll preview. And it, it was just the times the dogs run, group three winner. He just had to go into the series. And it's an interesting point you make about the place getters. Like their personal runs would have gone close, you would think, in general circumstances to be to be winning that race. Uh, Scalacci was just gone to another level. As yeah. we even spoke about last week, these greyhounds at this age group, they can progress and then improve. And 
I think uh, Scalacci certainly did that after seeing the track and going into the big final. Yeah, I think before the series, if you said the you know they're going to run thirty thirty and they'll go well, that wins the derby, but it, it doesn't. You run second running that time, um, but yeah, I mean. The, the dog looks to be thriving with the the travel and the and SA racing at Angle Park. He's loving it. He's brought his time down by 0.5 of a second from yep. his first trial. That's an amazing drop in performance, and he's so young. So I mean, exciting for for Tauji and uh, the connections there. So you know, onwards and upwards with him. Well, we'll have a chat to uh, Jihad Tauji. Uh, he'll be joining us uh, directly after this, actually, before we uh, preview the big uh, big night on Thursday. Yeah, and I'll be interested to get his thoughts. I mean, he's also a huge uh, Collingwood fan as well, Yates. Okay. So maybe t- touch on a little bit there. I'm sure he's pretty <laughs> excited at the moment for a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that was the review. Thursday night, we had the Oaks and Derby final. The interview. Oh, well, Matho, we've got a, a very special guest about to join us on the show, Jihad Talji, who uh, trains Scalacci and loves to be known as Talji. So yep. we'll, uh, we'll refer to uh, the great man in that way through this interview. But what a great thrill for him last Thursday night, taking out the uh, derby and uh, also going forward into the match race this Thursday night with Scalacci. Yeah, no, great to have him on the show. And, and I'm really excited to hear what he's going to say about uh, Scalacci and the way it's progressing and... Um, yeah, really looking forward to Thursday night. I know he's excited by it to be in a series like this and, and obviously the Derby performance. So it's great to get him on the line. Well, we've got him on the line now. Talji, uh, thanks for joining us uh, on the Dogcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Now, mate, what a great thrill for you last week. Uh, take us take us through your feelings and emotions after the race in what was an absolutely dominant display. Uh, look, it was a great thrill. You know, it was really, really good thrill and... Um, I was a bit nervous before the race because when you're favourite, the pressure's there and that really like to perform and that. And he come out and did what he did. I was just absolutely excited, yeah. Oh, well, Tauji, I mean, obviously we when he drew one, obviously with the box draw coming out, um, you say a, a bit nervous but reasonably confident and he really lit him up, didn't he? He was able to lead to the first turn um, and then that, that acceleration, which I know he sort of, been spoken about that is sort of his sort of second section if you like is possibly his best but he lit it up down the back and he went off the back straight in the a faster time than any other dog has gone around the redeveloped angle part which has been uh, in use for a couple of years now um off the back straight what were you thinking you're still a bit nervous or were you sort of a bit more comfortable no no i was still nervous because as you know sean things can go wrong in a race you know like um, and three can occur or whatever, but inside me, I'm just going, keep going, boy, keep going. You know? <laughs> and um, coming around the home turn, when I seen he was five in front and nothing was making ground on him, I thought to myself, just relax and just enjoy now, you know. And yeah, and that's that's what happened. Uh, Tauji, what's what's your history in greyhound racing? Uh, what's your background, and um, how did you come to be involved with Scalacci? Okay. Um, I've been in dogs for about 25 years. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Rounds and I are, are real good mates. We played footy together when we were young. And uh, I've known Glenn for 35 years. And Glenn was a greyhound trainer back then. And then just one day I approached him and said, look, my cousin and I want to get a greyhound. And we ended up buying one off him. And he ended up training for us called Culver City. That was our first dog. And then the love and passion for the sport just grew. And then the, 
you know, eventually I bought my own property because I was getting dogs read by other people, pre-trained by other people and, and get trainers to train them. And then, yeah, like I said, the passion just grew more and more and I bought my own property and I started doing it myself. And then in the end, I, I thought, well, I might as well learn how to train them and, and I did and started training for myself and the results have been good and we've had some decent dogs but nothing like Scalacci and then, you know, Scalacci comes along and, yeah, it's just a great thrill. I ended up going to Hardstyle Rico because of good mates of Lucky Tupatakos who holds the dog at stud and he owns the dog. And, and I said to him that I want to go to be fits with him and, and he said, well, I'll have a look. And, and he rang up Dave Brash and got a mating to see how the mating would be. And Dave Brash said to him, look, um, Fabregas Fitches to Hardstyle Rico is just, you know, unbelievable. So we went with it and Lucky walked down the litter and, yeah, it helped me out a lot, and, and the rest is history. We've got Scalacci out of it, you know. Well, Tauji, he's, he's on the fast track, and I know we spoke before the Derby uh, win about the match race series. You're sort of looking at, at the options available for him, and, and being so young and, and the way he's been progressing, uh, it not wasn't it was in your plans, but it wasn't necessarily in the plans, but obviously that changed a little bit after his wonderful performance on Thursday night, um, running... 30 seconds dead, not many dogs have ever gone that fast. Um, and then probably looking at that opportunity to, to get him to th- through to the Adelaide Cup final and bypass the heats if he, he runs the fastest time. Well, to be honest with you, yeah, you're right, Sean. You're really right. Like, I didn't want to – I didn't want to go – like, we come up and trolled, you know, three weeks ago and then we come back for the heats and then we come back for the final and then I thought to myself, I've come back for the match races another week and then – if he doesn't progress, then I've got to go through the heat. So basically, it's going up five weeks in a row to Adelaide driving there. Um, and I didn't want to put him through that. But then, after what he did the other night, I just thought it'd be ridiculous not to come back and go in the match races because you're only up against one dog. And if you come back for the heat, you're up against you know, five, six, seven dogs, whatever it is. It'd be a lot harder. So we just thought we'd just go to the match race and hopefully things pan out and then he can go into the final if he runs the quickest and then he's got two weeks to recover and, and come back for the final if he happens to make it. Uh, Tauji, it was fascinating listening to your uh, story around greyhound racing, the length of time you've been involved and and the transitional phases that you've sort of undergone right through there from owning to sort of rearing to then training to now having a top liner and uh, it would be such a a learning pathway all the way through and you're at another level now. So how are you dealing with that? Um, is it any different to have one at this sort of level? Do, do you worry a bit more? Do you think you need to do something different or do you just keep it the same? You keep it the same, Brendan. You never change nothing that's not broken. You know, you, you don't fix something that's not broken. You keep it the same. Like the same routine from last week to the week before to this week's been the same. I took him down the beach last week for a walk through the water I've given him one one hand slip which is a 400 meter straight track one run up there you know like this morning he's been down the beach this morning for a walk through the water tomorrow he'll get checked and, and we'll drive up on on uh, Thursday you know but you got to keep it the same way you just if you keep changing things then the dog gets confused you know but yeah it's better to keep it the same every week same routine and and, and things hopefully pan out to the way you want them to, you know now Tauji on Thursday night You've, um, you're in the third match, I suppose. So you'll get an indication through the first two matches around what sort of time Scalacci, um, you'd want him to be running. 
um, to obviously yep. book your spot. Bearing in mind, there's another match race after yours. Um, you've yep. got finished jewel for Ryan Tugwell, um, who's drawn the inside. You're drawn the, the three or the outside. Um, yep. Probably most judges would say you'll be leading, but finished jewel is a strong greyhound on the way home. Have you had a chance to look at your match and then also look at the series? And, and who do you think might be, from your point of view, the, the, the dogs to beat? Um, I have looked at finishes, finished Jules' uh, form and I noticed that he is a little bit slow out of boxes, which is going to help me and hopefully put the break on where the other dog doesn't make up ground because I noticed he's been running over the six, 700 metres races and, and obviously he's a strong dog doing that. So, but look, the main danger is obviously Jason Thompson coming up with Transponder and, and Cal Greeno's coming up with big energy. They're, they're, they're the danger. If they get on the bunny. Who knows what they could run, you know? But end of the day, my dog's proven that he can run the times that they can run. Well, they haven't run it yet, but he can he can run the times that needs to be up there with the top dogs. So, yeah. Is there more improvement in him, Talji? He, he's been here. He's gone, I think it was from 30-40, Sean was saying on our program a, a bit earlier, down to 30 seconds in a few looks at Angle Park. He doesn't necessarily probably need to go any quicker, but do you feel there's something else there? Um, time, time will tell on Thursday, I suppose. <laughs> um, the, thing, the thing is, I just hope that the travelling three weeks in a row is not going to affect him. Right. That's all I hope. Yeah. You know, if, if he happens to travel well, because a dog is feeling still well, like he was last week, and and going down the beach this morning, he just loves the water, he's jumping around in the water and carrying on. But, yeah, just, look, being a young dog, he's only two years and three months. The travelling to Adelaide three weeks in a row, I just hope it doesn't take it out. That's all. But you're not seeing any signs of that as we speak? No. Yeah. No. He's still... He's still feeling real good. And, and, and like I said, um, he'll get checked tomorrow. Um, a good friend of mine who checks the dogs for me does a great job. And and if it wasn't for him, you know, you, I always say to him, you're only as good as your checker. You know, he does a great job with the dog and that's why the dog's going so good. Tauji, uh, I hear whispers as well that you're a mad pies man. Is that right? How are they going to go this week? Um, look... I'm probably nervous like I was last week in the Derby, Brendan. You know, like GWS are a young and upcoming side and they're playing real good footy. And, and um, yeah, I just hope it's not a repeat of 2019 when we played them in the prelim and they beat us by three points. But, look, all being equal, we get Dacos back. We lose Taylor Adams with a hamstring, but we get Dacos back and and um, hopefully that'll be you know hold us in good stead and the boys can do the job. Well, Tauji, uh, we really appreciate your time. You've certainly thrown a big spark into our spring chasing carnival with Scalacci. He's been an absolute star. And uh, let's hope that continues for you over the uh, the next few weeks. Thanks for joining us on the Dogcast. No worries, Brendan. I really, uh, I really appreciate it. And I love coming up to, and racing there. It's been a real good thrill. And, and the people at the track and everyone there has really come around and and starting to like the dog. Even people are coming up to me and saying, oh, we're really wrapped that you won and we love the dog and we've seen his form. Um, really, so I'm really happy that there's a bit of excitement in the air, as they say. Yeah, there certainly is, mate. Congratulations. Well done. And best of luck for Thursday night. Thanks, guys. Thank you. There he is, Talji Matho, trainer of Scalacci. As you mentioned, real spanner into our, our carnival. Yeah. A, a wonderful spanner as well. Yeah. He's been a, a great 
um, addition to this. He's to, been the star, oh, is what he's been. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, who knows where this ride will end for him in SA, and, and then who knows where he'll go on the national racing scene. So good luck to Tauji, and uh, um, good luck to all the, all the Greyhounds on Thursday night. Up next, we'll preview the Big Batch Race Series on Thursday night. The Preview. Time now for our preview. It's brought to you by the 2023 Adelaide Cup. You can join us trackside on Friday, the 6th of October uh, for the 2023 Tab Adelaide Cup. There'll be plenty happening there, Matho. There'll be live music, yep. uh, a lot of kids stuff, entertainment, a lot more. For more information, the hospitality packages, you can visit greyhoundracingsa.com.au. And uh, I have jumped on and had a bit of a look, Matho. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, a few options, obviously, that are going around. You've got the Chasers restaurant, so yep. you can book in there for 90 bucks, yep. which is uh, get around, have a good feed, and you're in a prime position to be able to view the track. Absolutely. Um, a little bit more, but sort of uh, you get your own exclusive little area. You've got the... Uh, the Byron Bay, what have they called it? The, the Just the Byron Bay sort of section, I guess, yeah. uh, where you relax and you get a, a beverage package while you're up there and that yep. looks to be the go. Yeah, just trying a few different experiences for, uh, you know, people who want to come to the Adelaide Cup and have, have that different experience um, at the Greyhounds. And know? if you want one outside, there's the, the West End sort of garden yep. area uh, where... They're going to have it out there. You'll be able to get access to the track and be close to the action. It'll be nice and close. And yep. watch it all happen. And that's a, a little bit cheaper again where you, you get a few drinks for the night, I think, and um, access to some food that are in the food trucks and all that. So there's an experience for everyone that yeah. wants to come along on that Friday and get involved. Absolutely. And if you just want to come along and just enjoy the night, come along as well. But it was just, we just thought this year we'd try a few different options for, for different people who want to come along. Um, the racing itself is going to be brilliant, Yatesy. We yeah. know it's going to, it's daylight saving. It's going to be nice weather. The way the weather's heading, hopefully it's going to yeah. be nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just some different options and po- possibly what we've done in the past. So just um, yeah, trying to attract different crowds and, and who want to get a different experience at the Greyhounds. Okay, uh, the match race series. So this is really important for those Greyhounds who are trying to get a berth into the Adelaide Cup without having to compete in the heats next week. The quickest will go through. So that's the winner of the match race overall time-wise yep. gets access into the final. Yep. How do you go about putting the field together? How does that work? Yeah, so as we touched on earlier, it's a nominated event. So we get the nomination. So no one's invited as such. It's a, um, And it's pretty hard, to be fair, for some of the participants, particularly the interstate greyhounds, because of where, as we've mentioned, the million-dollar chase where it is, it takes up about six or seven weeks. Um, and so some of the participants may be going there, may not be going there. Yep. And and so it's a nominated event. So what we get is what we what we end up getting and we're wrapped with the nominations we got for both South Australia and the All Stars. Um and so then ultimately the grader goes through um the nominations and then effectively selects his four dogs, the reserves, um, and then ultimately rates the four dogs um from SA and um, interstate based on a number of things, times, performance, um, a, a, quite a number of things, race records, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then ultimately he's got the, the one, two, three, four for SA, one, two, three, four for the All-Stars. And then the, the one dog for SA matches up against the one dog right. for the All-Stars. And then two and two, three and three, four and four. And that's how it's formatted. Um, there's different price levels, prize money levels as well. So the highest rated dogs are greater rewarded because they're rated higher. You're going yep. against what's considered better opposition. Um, 
and then the field is put together. Now, the way the final field is put together doesn't necessarily reflect on who's the top rated dogs or anything right. like that. Okay. It just, it's just where we sort of structure the races based on um, the matchups, the vision that we've got. Some race are on Sky 1, some are on Sky 2, and how we, um, you know, just how it's laid out effectively. So, um, yeah, a fair bit of work goes into it. I mean, a lot of time and effort. Um, as mentioned, we're, we absolutely love the support that we get from the locals to go into this series and also from the interstate dogs. It's taken on a whole new level with that um, um, carrot to get into the Group 1 final. We yep. were the first to do that um, in Greyhound Racing to offer up a spot in a Group 1 race. Um, but, you know, we had to do that because... Um, the Million Dollar Chase and th that type of race um, attracts a lot of dogs away from our premier event. We only have one Group 1 race in South Australia. It's, yeah. it's, it's a really marketable event. And we love getting the best of the locals and the best from around Australia. And it had some effect initially. Um, but we've made the changes to the conditions. And I think we, we've got a wonderful lineup um, matched anywhere in Australia um, and our Group 1 series will be strong and, and exciting. So, I mean, this is the, um, the first part of it, I suppose. Okay, so uh, let's run through the match races. You can take us through these. So the match race, number one, will be Transponder against Could Be King. Yep. Uh, this will be on Sky 1. Yep. And they go from boxes one and three? One and three. Yep. yep. Okay, so, so Transponder 1 could be King in box three. Yeah. So... Uh, are these the top raiders? They were the top raiders yep. um, on uh, how we rated them yep. um, for the series. Both have wonderful records. Transponder, you know, has won 160000 in stake money. Um, uh, won, I think, the Pink Diamond uh, feature sprint race at Warrigal. Um, it's got an amazing record. I mean, he's, he's 34 starts, 18 wins. Um, goes good from an inside draw. Though he's a dog that does like to get off the track a little bit. Yep. Um, and then you've got the South Australian could be king. And yeah, so we know what a, a terrific dog he is. Um, the less dogs in the race, to be fair. Yes. He's he can run time. He's a, he's won a match race series. He won the East Star match race back in April. Yep. Here thirty forty five. He ran thirty thirty five in a heat of the National Sprint SA division. Yep. Um, so he's got the times on the board. He's a feature winner with the Gawler Produce. Um, he won't mind um, outside a little bit, but it'll be interesting to the first turn. In, in looking at this first match race, how did you sort of line it up? Well, look, I, I guess the worry is could be King giving away a start to, to Transponder, who's got a strong motor, uh, yeah. really. like That's the issue for me. Um, would 30-35 get it done? I mean, I'm not sure. That's as good as could be King can go. And... Um, that admittedly was in a full fielded race. The thirty forty five was in the the yep. Eastar Challenge, and that was the best we'd seen him go to that point. Has he got some more improvement there? Possibly. Uh, he'd probably need it to be able yep. to beat Transponder in this particular uh, setup. But my main concern was he'd be giving away a start. Yeah, I mean, he'll give away a start, but I mean, he does. He's a uh, he does like to close ground quickly. Oh, yep. We've seen it before. And you'll, you'll sort of probably know early in the match race how he gets through that past the winning post towards the catching pen. He really gets motoring through that that part and that sort of takes him into the back straight. And so I think you probably think Transponder probably leads um, and could be King. I think if he's close enough, has the option because I think he'll Transponder will get off a little bit. Yep. The run will be there. It's Transponder's first look at Angle Park as well. So that might be 
a little bit in could be Q's yeah. favour. Yeah. But I do think, you know, Transponder has the record on the board and is very strong and was rated number one for a reason for the All-Stars. Could be King. Um, again, I think he's he's considered our best chance in the series. Mm-hmm. But he'll need to be at his absolute best. What about the uh, next setup? We've got Panama Pepper, the Queenslander, up against the yep. uh, Kings and Queens winner, Fiorano, for uh, for Brenda Oakey. Where did this pair rate? Yeah, well, so they were rated the third yep. pair. Um, so Panama Pepper, number three, Fiorano, number three for SA. Um, and, yeah, no, we're excited to have a Queensland dog, obviously, in the series. Yep. Um, but Panama Pepper's form uh, through Queensland – I mean, won three races in Queensland. It had travelled around a little bit, but it's been in all feature races wherever he's gone. He's been to WA, he's been to Victoria, Queensland. He won a, a heat of the Brisbane Cup. Uh, sorry, he won a prelude of. Sorry, he won a prelude of the Brisbane Cup. He also won the uh, consolation of the Brisbane Cup as well. Uh, he's run twenty nine fifty six around Albion Park, and he's an absolute flyer from an inside draw. Yep. Um, he's won seven of. Eight drawn one. Yeah. Now, of course, it's only one other dog in this race, but he yep. has drawn the inside, so he's gonna. He's where he wants to be. He's now in the care of Ben Rawlings. He's been here for a couple of weeks, um, so he will have trialed, and I'm sure he'll be primed for a, a big performance. So we haven't seen him time trial though uh, under a steward's watch. No, uh, no. On any, so you're saying on a Saturday morning he yeah. might have had a look. Yeah. Um, and Fiorano, uh, who's been in great racing form, has yep. won five or six over this track and trip. Has good speed to get out and yeah. maybe lead. I accept what you say. Panama off the inside can can really begin, but um, I mean he's got to give a, a side for himself. I think Fiorano. Yeah, I think so. I mean Brenda Oakey's done a wonderful job with this greyhound since it's come to South Australia. Won seven of nine races. <laughs> Best of the night, I think she was talking about. Every win that he's had has been best of the night. Yep. He's got early speed. He can run time in front. He's a 30-50 dog at Angle Park. He's got 30-45 at Gawler, which is um, just a tick outside the track record. So, um, And he has that early speed. So, I mean, I think this will be the most interesting run probably to the first turn, Yatesy, that I think um, probably whoever leads is going to have the upper hand here. Yep. Um, so, you know, um, for SA's point, hopefully Arano can cross Panama Pepper. The All-Stars, obviously, that, with Panama Pepper, I'd hope it can kick up. But it's probably the most, probably possibly going to be the closest in betting. Which there's no odds out for each match race, but probably the closest in betting for the for the series. What about the next one? Finnis Jewel up against the uh, Derby winner, Scalacci. Yeah, so these were these were rated fourth. And right. it's not necessarily a reflection on, on, it's just where they rated in comparison to the other dogs. Um, finished Jewel, um, she's on a, a, a real big step up in class. But for Ryan and Lauren, this is the sort of stuff they love. They, they love, you know, these opportunities into these series. And I know they were really um, happy to get into the series, which we appreciated. Um, she got beaten at Gawler last night over 6.43, missed the yep. kick, flashed home. She's gone 30.39 at Angle Park. Um, that was on a Monday night. And she has drawn the inside. She hasn't come from the inside before. So it'll be interesting to see how she gets out. She's obviously going to have to get out amazingly well to try and keep onto the back of Scalacci. Scalacci was rated four, and that's purely because um, he elevated himself into the series on his derby performance, really, running 30 seconds. The time he ran was amazing. He got himself into the series, but just to get into the series, we had to put him in. So he went in at, 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 um, at four, and obviously he's probably going to lead. 
he's probably going to run time. And so then it's really a matter of how far away Finnish Jewel is, probably off the back straight, because she is strong at the end. So she'll be, she will hopefully be closing ground. Um, and if you take a little bit of a line, Yatesy, through the Derby series, um, those Derby dogs got carried with Scalacci to run really good time. They're sort of their best times. I'm maybe thinking Finnish Jewel could do that. Okay, well, uh, she's going to have to find a few lengths to get past yep. Galachi. I think he's probably the favourite for the match race series, in my view. Yep. Um, given he's been here and done it, we haven't seen Transponder come here and do it. So the time for me for the Red Runner is going to be a little bit of a concern. So we do see the switch in boxes here. The South Australians go to the inside and the, yeah. the Interstate Greyhounds go to the outside. That's not going to pose too much of an issue for Scalacci. Uh, he pushed over <coughs> excuse me, from a wide draw in the heats of the derby and then in the uh, final drew box one booted up and led um look i see him being the one to beat uh, i think he can win his way through to the adelaide cup uh, i think he could go sub 30 um okay. so yep. uh you know I, I think he's absolutely the the one to beat and um i've been nothing but impressed by what he's been able to bring to adelaide and do so um i think he'll be winning that one uh, but uh, look ryan's having a great run with finish yeah, jewel no I'm, doubt about it i mean it's it's a it's on times, Finnish Jewel has to find a fair bit, absolutely. And I think they're aware of that. Um, they love being part of the series, and, and she'll give a bold account of herself. She knows, you know she's one of my favourites, Yatesy, yes. and she is. She's a dog, I think, that she she likes to get into a battle. So, you know, this will be her toughest battle. What about the uh, last match race? So, Dasher Blue and Big Energy. Uh, so, these were the second-rated uh, group. So, yep. Dasher Blue, who's been going fantastically for Richard Pierce, last start winner over the 595. All of her, uh, his recent runs have been over that trip, and he's been winning. Yep. And uh, Big Energy, who we have seen here at Angle Park, trialled in 30.42 the other night. Yeah, it's going to round out a wonderful series. And, you know, who knows what time these dogs will be chasing at that point. Dasher Blue's got the inside for Richard Pierce, as you mentioned, super strong middle distance dog. But we've seen this dog also run 30, 50 Angle Park, gone quick at Gawler, won the North versus South Challenge. And I looked at his um, Red Rocks, Red Box <laughs> draw. He's seven of seven. Seven from seven. From the inside. Yeah. That's, you know, that's got to give them a, the team a little bit of confidence. Um, big energy for Jackie Greeno. Um, yeah, the 30-42 trial last week um, was was nice and solid. Um, probably expect some improvement there. So you'd expect some time to run. And Big Energy is a dog that can run time. As I mentioned, it's a sub-29 second dog at Sandown. There's only a handful of dogs have ever broken 29 seconds yep. there. Uh, I do think he likes... This format will suit him, to be fair. I mean, he probably likes a fair bit his own way. Um, so he'll be wanting to lead. Um, and if Dasher Blue can show enough speed, that could be a bit of an issue. But Big Energy's got a big motor, so yeah. Yeah, it probably turns out to be that way. Uh, I mean, Dasher Blue, the races that he has been able to lead from the inside, he's generally been nice and fresh, um, particularly in that North v South series. He was able to burn through and yep. uh, and get it done there. And I'm just not sure he'll be up to this uh, class of the, the pink runner, but... Um, yeah, look, I think the South Australians are going to do it a little bit tough in this particular match race series, but you never know. Uh, Greyhound racing is a funny thing, and we have seen historically a lot of these shorties have been knocked over uh, yeah. in, in the match race series in the past. It can happen, yeah, mm. absolutely. Greyhound racing throws up 
many different results. Um, I don't think it's a fait accompli. However, on paper, I think the All-Stars have the edge through the series for sure. What about uh, best bets, Matho? So Thursday night, what are you putting the star next to? How'd you go last week, by the way? Any yeah, good? Bit unlucky last week. Okay. Chairman um, just didn't do it for the Dogcast followers. Yeah. Um, however, they can jump back on board this week, Yatesy. Okay. So that's good news for um, them. What do you got? So I actually got two. Okay. So I'm going to do a little bit of yours, just yeah. a bit of backup, just in case <laughs> one goes down. So we're going to go um, with race nine, number five, Magical Mystique for Bosco Stamenkovic, coming out of the. Um, Oaks final, yeah, um, has has run the time to be really competitive in this race. So I probably expect her to be favourite. It's not an overly strong grade six, so I expect her to improve from box five. Or oh, don't have to improve too much to be fair, but I think she'll be winning. Um, and if you want to just multi them up, Yatesy, just get a bigger collect. Race eleven, number six, Windburn Honey. For Ben England, obviously, we spoke to Ryan last week in the care of Ryan. Uh, she was in the Oaks final, didn't have a lot of luck there, ran home really well, a heat winner the start before. She steps up to 595, just looks like that's going to suit her down to the ground. So um, they will be my two best on Thursday night. Yeah, well, I like Winburn Honey as well, Matho, so I'm with you there. But I think there's one earlier on in the uh, program that's had just one start. Texas Ear. Wow, okay. Now, uh, this was well-backed. It had very good market support. Uh, it drew seven, and it just wanted the fence. Absolutely hard for the rail. Um, he gets that here, box one. So I'm going to um, go with a, a bit of unknown because Cam Butch has got a first starter in the race, so you've always got to be wary of those Kurong Lucy dogs. So uh, it was my other best of the night. A uh, bit of a speculative play there, Matthew. And I think he's owned by Tex Walker, I think right? Tex has got an interest, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah he has, actually. So For your um, footy connection, Shatesy, any word from him about how it's going? Uh, Does that I come up in conversation? Him. No, I haven't asked him, but uh, I think it would be named after the right ear, wouldn't it? <laughs> I yeah. I think so. <laughs> he's just missing a bit of cartilage in that one, apparently, the Texan. So that's the reason it's out there. But um, Texas ear, so well-named, uh, race two, number one. So... Uh, that's my other best bet for the uh, the program. Uh, it's a massive night, Matho, Thursday night. So look forward yep. to seeing everyone there as we build up to the Adelaide Cup on the 6th of October. Yeah.